the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking investing and much, much more. I saw that two employees of Target recently were videotaping each other, pushing each other around in a cart inside of Target. Posted on the internet and having fun and the memes are great. One of them gets fired. So that's out there, right? California's economy. So I guess what I'm saying is, careful what you videotape and careful what you post on Facebook. Have we not learned that yet? You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. California now has the fifth biggest economy in the world. Why are we part of the United States? It's a good question. Why do we get two votes in the House of Representatives instead of you know our various senators? So we're the fifth biggest economy in the world, ahead of the UK. Now that makes me feel bad for the UK and all their their bangers and mash and bad teeth and such. They've got a queen. California's economy is so large; it's grown so quickly. It's now the fifth biggest in the world, all by itself. Only bigger: Germany, Japan, China, and the United States. Texas number eleven. But Texas is way off of Italy, Brazil, France, India, and the United Kingdom. New York, New York. Uh, compared to New York to California, New York is 1.5 trillion. California is 2.7 trillion. New York City. New York City. There you go. The pay gap between women and men in tech is so wide. Think about this about the, as far as the California economy. The pay gap in tech is so wide between men and women, it changes the U.S. statistic. San Francisco's pay gap comes out 
to about $5,328, while the pay gap in San Francisco is about 14450 So it's a pretty big pay gap between New Jersey and San Francisco, per se. Now, one of the people that I absolutely love, and the whole pay gap thing is, again, we're the fifth largest economy in the world. Why do we get that pay gap? Especially as conscious as we are, we don't we don't really like plastic straws. We don't really like plastic bags, but we get over it. Warren Buffett's one of my favorite people to study, and I love listening to him. And I think CNBC did something incredibly smart. They've started archiving all the interviews they've done with him over the years. I think when he dies, it's somebody that I will point my children to and say, "You should listen to him." Go to that CNBC site. He echoed criticism of stock pickers' fees when he compared them to what brokers charge in real estate. Now listen to this. This is just a guy who thinks about money all the time. He said brokers' fees aren't crazy compared to the value they add by helping change people's lives through home ownership. He said another couple, you know, Buffett said Berkshire may acquire other real estate agents. They own a lot of the biggest real estate companies in the United States. They change people's lives, in his opinion, by giving them the home appreciation, home ownership thing. Now, he looks at hedge funds who pick stocks, broker stocks, not houses. And he said that you know, going the, the way of an index fund is way better than picking a, a, a human relationship, per se. So give it a little bit of time and then start thinking about what he's going after. Brokers' fees aren't crazy compared to the value they add by helping change people's lives, by finding the right neighborhood, the right schools, and uh, other areas. Now, he owns Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. It's a residential real estate brokerage business. It's now the second largest in the United States. Um, and again, he's talking about how it changes people's lives to have a good real estate agent. And I kind of agree with that. It's one of the big... Um, Things about owning a home, it's yours. On some level, it is. Don't pay your taxes, you'll find out that it's not. Don't pay your mortgage, you'll find out that it's the banks. But, you know, moving around in your younger years is awesome. There's going to be a lot of job changes. There's going to be a lot of bouncing around from New York to Beijing to California to Texas to the world economy is going to be there for the next few years, to say the least, right? So when you do finally buy a house, enjoy it. Um, it provides comfort and consistency. And they say consistency wins all battles. Um, it, it's an interesting concept that, that Buffett is going down because I, I think it does play into why you want to own a home. After spending decades of renting, you're like paying yourself. And on some levels, you're kind of forcing yourself into a planned saving, which is if you leave it up to the average person, do you really think the average person is going to save an extra $800 a month? But if you get a second home and your mortgage is 3000 but 800 is going to principal, didn't you just save 800 a month? So I'm not a budget, you know, be careful, right? I almost said budget Nazi. I can see the emails coming in. 
right? Are you with me or against me? I can see the emails coming in and like, you can't use the word Nazi to describe how you do budgets. Nazis killed people. Nazis cooked people. Can you believe that? They, and like, yeah, I totally, I can't use the word Nazi. I think you get what I'm trying to say. I know, I know, I know. Shame on me. So I'll say a, a, a budget strictitarian. I'm like, I'm not the, the disciplinarian if you don't do it. But even having a home, like if you get an extra room and you put a home office into it, you kind of dedicate, you know, getting ahead, doing a little extra saving. Um, I, I like it. So you can have whatever pets you want. You can have whatever plants you want. You don't have that homeowners association. Uh, you have somewhere to come home to, which almost as important as some place to go to when you go out on vacation. So, so that's out there. Um, so I, I do think home ownership is important. I do think I get the idea of you know why we're doing this. And Buffett saying real estate agents change people's lives, real estate brokers, home brokers. You know, I'll sell you a house. We'll match a buyer and a seller, and we'll get all the paperwork done. I, I do think he's onto something there. So, so that's out there. YouTube has over 1.8 billion users every month. That's pretty close to Facebook. And if you're ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, you're saying, um, look at our sexy weather person. Because how do you compete with 1.8 billion users every month? Now, it's, it's fascinating because like Netflix is a closed ecosystem of, of they have to license the content or create the content. You look at YouTube and people are watching videos of me and there's being ads served to them from like Fidelity. Uh, 1.8 billion eyeballs. I like the YouTube's eyeballs way better than Facebook's eyeballs. But, because it's closer to the ABC, ABC, CBS, Fox world that I, I know better. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Oh man, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial money investing more. Amazon's wage hike is good news for workers, but could be potentially bad news for stocks. Keep in mind they're talking about paying all their employees $15 an hour. Not all their employees, the lowest paid employees. Uh, sorry, you're a computer engineer who's making $200,000. Now we're going to lower your salary to $33,000, $32,000 a year. Don't! It's funny because there's articles, and uh, The Economist has a big article right now, about Amazon.com's decision to lift minimum pay for 350,000 of its workers. 
and how this is going to basically create a situation where there's less profit in some of these smaller companies. Um, Bernie Sanders, who may run for president again in 2020, praised Amazon for doing the right thing. Speaking for the Trump administration, National Economic Council Director Larry Kudlow called more people working and prospering a good thing, not a bad thing. A lot of people are coming out and saying various uh, responses, right? Amazon got some real negative press this year in the New York Times article where it was just a bruising place to work and people are peeing in jars because they, they don't have time to take pee breaks. You know, it's interesting to note that Amazon's Jeff Bezos, they, they hire, they pay a lot of people. It's a big business, right? And Henry Ford once famously boosted assembly line workers' pay to $5 a day, a heady paycheck a century ago, right? And now you're saying, couldn't we just give it a free Model T or something? Um, that was the idea. Ford wanted his employees to be able to afford a car. So with unemployment at 3.9%, you can kind of see that there's some issues where there's going to be some wage inflation, especially if uh, numbers stay here. The jobs market is considered rip-roaring hot right now. Um, so private payrolls surged by 230,000, the highest level since February. Um, head of expectations of a surge of up 185,000, so up 230,000 is significantly higher, right? Markets jumped on this news. Um, I don't know. It's like jumping on something like something, right? Uh, I, I, I don't even know where I'm going to go with that, but the markets hit all-time. Well, did they hit all-time highs? Yeah. Um, Dow's playing with 27,000 right now. All based on, you know, we kind of got NAFTA done. Apple's taking out a new high. Nike's ever so slightly weaker. But uh, there's some love out there right now in, in the market. So, uh, and to me, it all goes back to jobs. And when unemployment's down at 3.9%. It's going to create wage inflation more than likely. Not definitively, but more than likely. So... Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Tomorrow is free taco Tuesday. Taco Thursday, excuse me. Yo quiero taco, man. My whole life it's always been taco Tuesday, but National Taco Day this year is 2018. Comes on October 4th. So $1 tacos and other deals are out there. So... A lot of freebies. Uh, Do I suggest you do this? (laughs) It's up to you. Get in my belly! But uh, there's nationaltacoday.com. I know you're saying someone's actually updating a website called nationaltacoday.com. Don't they have jobs? Well, yeah. And uh, because everyone else does, right? On um, Chewy's, they add a crispy beef taco to any order for $1 Thursday and get $1 off Modelo Bells. Beers. If you visit the restaurant dressed as a taco and post a picture on social media, you get a free meal. Okay, Sweet. now who's gonna who's gonna dress as a taco just to get a, a free taco meal? Do it. Is that where we are? Um, 
Del Taco, buy one shredded beef taco, get one free Thursday. That doesn't sound like the best deal. El Polo Loco. Let's see if El Polo Loco's got anything. Get a free chicken taco at El Carbon. I participate in locations and enter for a chance to win a limited edition taco shirt that unlocks free tacos for a free a whole year. Now we're talking, baby. Elpoloco.com forward slash tacos for a year. I don't know. What do you think you'd look like if you ate tacos every day, every meal for a year? Probably pretty good, right? Nice and round. So, Red Robin, for a limited time, get the Taco Tavern Double. Served with bottomless steak fries for six ninety nine. That doesn't sound like a very good deal. Taco Bell. Now, Taco Bell's got to have the king of the taco deals, right? Tomorrow, the chain has a special National Taco Day gift set. I know. I know. Let's let's sell this out. Let's hoard the gift set and then sell them at Christmas time. For five dollars, get four tacos, including for five dollars, get four tacos, including the crunchy taco, the fiery taco, the cold ranch taco, and nacho cheese Doritos, loco tacos, Doritos loco. Okay, so that doesn't sound like that good of a deal, does it? Where's the beef? <laughs> Clara Peller, I miss you. She left us much too early. The very sexy Clara Peller from the Wendy's Where's the Beef ad campaign. Wow, 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 wow. I know. I know, right? Are you with me against me? Gotta make a decision. Um, some stories of note out there today. GM and Honda are joining forces on self-driving cars. With a $750 million Honda investment, making GM Cruise worth about $14.6 billion. Watch out. Watch out, Elon Musk. GM's going to join Honda. Um, Honda's going to invest $2 billion over 12 years, then an additional $750 million invested in Cruise. GM acquired San Francisco-based Cruise in 2016 for an all-in price of $1 billion. Um, the, the manufacturing abilities of GM and Honda are stunning. Are we going to get there? We'll see. Uh, CEO of GM, Mary Barra, who she's really well regarded and probably the top profile female CEO in the nation now that Indonesia's left Pepsi. She said, this partnership with um, Honda will enhance our vision of a world with zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. A key agenda that she's been advancing it as GM's head. Okay, okay. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. As a father, thinking about fewer crashes, that's improvement in society. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Jedi came out last year. Star Wars Last Jedi. Guess who was angry about it? A lot of people were angry, right? Saying, uh, not fans of the new movie. R2, it's okay, because what we're learning is the movie was actually well-liked. It just turns out that I know you're going to say, no way. Um, Russian trolls and bots wrote a lot of negative criticism about it. I know. Who would criticize Star Wars Last Jedi? Critics loved it. The rest of the world seemed quite divided on it. But it turns out that a lot of the negative attention was brought about by bots. And uh, Russian bots. It's, I, is it time that we kind of all hold hands and say, I, I just don't know what's going on. And like, why is this happening? And can't movie reviewers, where's Sisk or Zebert? They're, they're both dead? Um, where's the at the movies guy? Oh, he's dead too? Maybe we can get Anthony Bourdain to review the food in movies. No way, he's dead too? Well, it turns out that weaponizing the haters, The Last Jedi, and strategic politicization of pop culture through social media manipulation. I don't know. It's If you take a look at the way big tech is approaching Main Street and Congress, it, it's kind of interesting because on a regular basis you're seeing Mark Zuckerberg say, we got this. And on the other hand, you're seeing people like Tim Cook say, we do need some regulation, hopefully lightly, and hopefully we can you know, help you structure that. Last week, Facebook suffered the biggest hack in history, in its history. The breach was potentially huge, impacting not just Facebook profiles, but also sites where users use their Facebook credentials to log into websites like Spotify or Tinder. Drop the, the just Facebook says Facebook. so far that there's no evidence of third-party sites being affected. Facebook has come to dominate social logins, squeezing the likes of Yahoo and Twitter out of the market. Facebook said there's no evidence, again, that the hackers are, are jumping in on it. So if you take a look at the pie chart of what services people use to log into their in sites and other sites, if you were to go back eight years, seven years, people would use their Facebook credentials to log into, like, for instance, like a Pokemon Go or something like that, 41%. Google, 31%. Yahoo was at 11.6%. Twitter at 8.3%. Now you flash seven years ahead and Facebook has a dominating 60% share, Google 34%, Yahoo and Twitter immaterial. Whoa. And if this information can't be protected, it's a problem, right? You probably ordered a pizza over the phone. Now you do it online because every business is desperate to know who its customers are. You need to create an account. It's much easier to log in using a Facebook than rather remember a whole new account name and password every time you do it. Um, a couple of Microsoft Xbox games, games like Fortnite, you could use Facebook to log into your account. So Facebook continues to be kind of like the butt of the joke. I just stop and think if I could say the word butt out <laughs> And I'm like, oh, good gosh, yes, I can. Tim Cook, Apple CEO, on the other hand, is taking a different level. He's calling for new privacy regulations. He acknowledged that getting Congress to speed up 
and get it done or even up to speed on the information is a challenge. Cook touted Apple's restraint in terms of collecting information on its users and said he couldn't imagine one of his successors steering the company in a different direction when it comes to user privacy in the future. So that, that's a big, pretty big debate. Again, let me tell you, be careful what you put online. Um, now, again, we put too much online. I found this new feature of Siri kind of interesting. And it's kind of funny. One of the big new features for iPhones is Siri Shortcuts, which is an app that lets you write scripts for your phone. One widely shared shortcut is called Police, which records police interactions and texts a predetermined contact that you've been pulled over. So you get pulled over and you can say, hey, Siri, I'm getting pulled over. You will respect my authority. Oh, my phone just went off and says, I don't know what that means. Um, so I don't have the shortcut in my phone, but that's kind of funny, right? Once the shortcut's installed, the program pauses, music you may be playing, turns down the brightness on the phone, and turns on the do not disturb mode. It sends a quick text to predetermined contact to tell them you've been pulled over, and it starts recording everything. Um, it's pretty fascinating to me because I had two, I had, I have two brothers who are attorneys, and, you know, growing up they would teach me crazy stuff like, if you ever get pulled over, not if you ever get pulled over, well, if you ever get pulled over, just license and insurance and nothing else. Because everything you say is kind of questions to prove you're guilty. Do you have any drinks today? Yes means you're guilty. No means later on, because I can smell it on your breath, that you're a liar who's also guilty. And there's a list of like 18 questions they're supposed to ask. Um, do you know why I pulled you over? No. You were swerving. You're not a good driver. Yes. I was swerving. <laughs> I'm not a good driver. Like, you're guilty, right? So the American Civil Liberties, American Civil Liberties Union and others have developed apps to record and live stream encounters with the police. It seems like we're living in a crazy era where you could ask Siri to record a police interaction. I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, you're, entire, you're innocent until proven guilty. And if a police officer does something that's slightly incorrect... Um, is it the thing that gets you free? I, I don't know. I'm not smart enough in that area. But Siri, I'm getting pulled over, is now a big thing. Um, hey, Siri, set timer for 14 minutes. Okay, 14 minutes and counting. Waiting for cookies. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The stock market's given the James Bond car maker Aston Martin a frosty reception. There's some companies that it's difficult to get excited about. Does Aston Martin, which IPO'd today, do they have a web strategy? Do they have a cloud strategy? Where's the sizzle? Well, the sizzle is the beautiful vehicles that are super expensive. But, but, but does it have a cloud strategy? <laughs> like, where's the sizzle? I'm not telling you me. I went through a variety of business investment meetings uh, in the 1990s, and uh, to see you know 25-year-old, 30-year-old investment bankers, uh, the big thing that they would always say is, "Where's the sizzle?" It's like you know my radio show. I was talking to head of programming, and uh, he goes, "What's it about?" And I'm like, "Well, have you listened to the show?" He goes, "What's it about? What's the sizzle?" Getting people to retirement. So, 
Hopefully that just goes away. You know what I'm starting to get really scared of is Ken Fisher. He's looking very skeletal. I watch a lot of financial information, financial media. He's just like Skeletor. Like I keep expecting He-Man to like uh, jump on a dinosaur behind him. I know, I know. You're saying you you've hit Star Wars, you've hit He-Man and Skeletor. What else you got in your in your pocket of tricks, Mister Black? <laughs> I got something. I don't know what I got, but I got something. Um, other big stories of the day. Uh, let's see, Tesla. I don't think Tesla's all that great. Verizon, you're going to start hearing more and more about 5G. And as you hear more and more about 5G, you're going to hear companies like AT&T and Verizon raising prices. It's my best guess. Looking to score a sweet discount on your iPhone XS Max. Well, you know, Verizon can do that. But Verizon, that's the story right now, like the, the upgrades. But quietly, Verizon launched residential broadband service in four markets using new 4G, 5G wireless standards. And keep in mind, I, I once went to uh, E3 and, you know, those Comdex, Comdex shows uh, in Vegas, and 3G was going to change the world. Going to change the world. And, and I guess on some levels it did. But the presentations they were showing, uh, like, look, you can download a whole movie and whatever. And it was never quite hit that fruition. 5G won't be a moneymaker for the uh, initial term. As investors begin to consider how much more disruptive the shift to 5G will be, we'll start coming up with some fun ideas. So Verizon trades at about 11 times forward earnings, and it could win a higher valuation and outperform the market if 5G turns out to be kind of sizzle. Upgrade your iPhone XS Max, not so much sizzle. Now, Last, I, I've liked Verizon for a while. I like AT&T for their dividend. I like Verizon for their residential services and slight, you know, a little bit more growth profile than AT&T. In the last year, it's up 20%. Verizon lags behind AT&T in total company revenue, but only because AT&T has big stakes in DirecTV and now Time Warner. In the United States wireless business, Verizon is the leader with 112 postpaid connections, ones where customers pay for usage after receiving their bills, compared to 77 million for AT&T. Then you get like T-Mobile and Sprint. I'm not going to call them jokes, but they're the weaker brothers. They're the more the Eli Manning versus the Peyton Manning. So take a look at Verizon. Take a look at what they're doing. Verizon's promising speeds of 300 megabits per second, more than four times as fast as the average U.S. home broadband speed. Um, You could see speeds up to one gigabyte per second, and that'll change from suddenly just in your phone to powering your home. Not electricity power, but Internet power. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Tough to quantify, qualify their music, right? What are they? Some exactly rock and roll there. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Vince Vaughn arrested for DUI. I know nothing. You know what else? Expensive. You're a big winner tonight. You're a big winner. Sorry, Vince. Big loser tonight. Vaughn chose to submit a blood sample rather than a breathalyzer to test his blood alcohol level. Look, we all make mistakes. Hopefully that's one that he doesn't repeat. But even more importantly for the average person out there, that's an expensive mistake in the state of California. You will respect my authority. It's a little odd for me to say this out loud, but getting into retirement is sometimes about things like avoiding DUIs. Stay at home. Don't get behind the wheel. Your insurance will go up. Your... Um, your wallet's going to get hit with both a fine and probably the ability to lose your ability to drive. The lawyers, it's like brush your teeth. It's the dumbest advice ever. But if that's what saves you from, you know, a costly bill in retirement, that's great. The Washington Capitals won their Stanley Cup, I guess, on Friday. Sometime this recent news, I used to be from Washington, and it's one of the worst financial decisions I ever made was in my 20s, I got season tickets. Now, season tickets to a hockey team is 41 games a year, and you cannot imagine how bored you get after 10. And you're like, oh, good God, they just played on Wednesday, they're playing Friday and Sunday? I can't do it. I can't do it. And you're like, whoa, that's big money at that age, just to let tickets go. Or you do things like this. You go, hey, you want to buy my tickets? So you just give them away, right? So the, the Washington Capitals spent 44 years trying to win a Stanley Cup, and they finally do it. And I got to love I gotta love Twitter. Somehow, some way, some shape, some form, um, Ivanka Trump got to party with um, and Jared Kushner, her husband, got to party with superstars from the Washington Capitals, like Alex Ovechkin. They're probably in D.C., probably at a hotel, probably at a big gala or something like that, right? And a bunch of Washington Capitals roll in, and Ivanka's like, I could take my picture with that Stanley Cup. That would be cool. So I love the internet because the moment she takes her picture of the Stanley Cup, all the Washington Capitol fans who want it for so long to win the Stanley Cup, they're like, burn it. Burn it. It's been tainted. Trump posed with the, with the cup. Hockey fans are, are kind of like that, right? They definitely have opinions. A guy named Annabelle Sanchez said that his hotel room was robbed of $100,000 while he was pitching on Saturday. He's a pitcher for the Atlanta Falcons. And I, I just throw out the question for you. Why did he have $100,000 of items in his hotel room? 
That's a lot of bling. They stole jewelry burglars did. They stole four watches they did. And I'm like, whoa. Now, Rob Gronkowski got robbed during the Super Bowl at his house. Golden State Warriors swingman Nick Young said he had $100,000 stolen from his house in 2017 while he was playing for the Lakers. What are you doing with $100,000 of bling? I don't know. I'm just going to shut up. I myself do not have... I don't even think I have $10,000 of bling. It's not a bling guy. I know you're saying, Rob, when we see you in bling, we know the the first horseman has arrived, and there's three more behind it. And the fourth one's going to be ridden by Kim Jong-un. He's going to be riding a nuclear bomb. So, anyway... um. Very close attention. Solo was a bit of a flop for Disney. Not a flop, but it didn't do nearly as well as other Star Wars films. So they got a couple more up their sleeve, right? They got Frozen coming out. They got another Star Wars coming out next year. But what they've done this time is they've picked up and dusted off The Incredibles. Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl. They said, come out of retirement. And they're like, but we're cartoons. And I'm like, sure, come out of retirement. So 14 years after the original, this one will pull in a good $125, $140 million in the opening weekend. And we'll forget all about Han Solo. You owe me money, Han Solo. So... The, the long-running space opera that is Star Wars, when you start taking a look at what Disney did and touched and how The Force Awakens paid off handsomely, you start worrying that did they, have, they dug, have they gone to the well too many times with Han Solo? It's like Apple. How many times can you go to the well and say, I got a new phone and you're going to really be excited? So Solo may actually result in a write-down for Disney. Time to sell? It's a good question. Have they jumped the shark? Have their other franchises jumped the shark? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. On the iHeartRadio app. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.